Welcome to the Purpose Driven Executive Podcast, where we help you go from making your work your life to making your life work. We share true stories, interviews, and experiences that will help you, the hero, in your quest for passion and purpose. Higher purpose, higher productivity. This is the Purpose Driven Executive Podcast. What is happening, people of purpose? You know that I am for you. Anyone who is ignited for being here for a reason that's outside of yourself, that you know that you are going to, you're going to do more when you're serving more. You are the people I love. You're the people I serve. And I've been scouring the planet and I've, I've found some people you have to meet. Yes, it's COVID-19 era. And yes, I met them online. And yes, they are like peanut butter and jelly. They go together so well. They do. Uh, they have a podcast together. I'll tell you about that um, near the end of this show. They are phenomenal. They are the voice of purpose. And I love some of the work that they've been doing. And that's what caused us to connect. But um, Aaron Moody and Michelle Arguello, which I'll let her spell that for you. Uh, Aaron and Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be with you today. Oh, wow. Do you sing duet or do you only talk in twos? <laughs> you do not want to hear us sing. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that's, everybody would just turn this off right now. <laughs> okay, okay. So I do not, we don't want to know what you do. Like, you know, everyone, you, you, you meet someone new and everyone's always like, oh, so, so what do you do? Like, that's how we come to categorize people. So we don't want to know that yet. Mm-hmm. Aaron and Michelle, I want to know... What do you love? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> we love helping people like reduce their fear of change. Yeah. That's our passion. That's what we love. We don't want people to be scared that change always has to be a negative, ugly thing. Mm-hmm. So we want them to get out of their comfort zones and, right. and be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Helping people reduce fear of change. Wow. And um, I, I know that when we, we grab hold of really that mission in life, right? Sometimes it, it takes a thousand faces. We, we get to see it in many different iterations. What does that have you doing right now? What adventures has that led you into together and in, in alone? We have so many adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Well, less adventures now with COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I might counter that the same Yeah, more. that's true. That's true. <laughs> with the podcast, I mean, we've been um, where a lot of people might be slowing down, we're, we're actually are picking up yeah. um, mm. because we, as you know, are in an arena that we can record from home. We mm-hmm. can, we have all these mediums. So um, we've actually been really busy to where um, we have included um, lots of new people to come on the podcast and it's to the point where normally we have released a new episode every Tuesday. Well, for the month of April, we have literally so many amazing people lined up that we're releasing two episodes for the entire month of April. Right. Every week, two episodes. So our, really our adventures are with networking, meeting new people and communicating. I mean, we just talk all day long. We communicate all day long, network all day long. It's amazing how many connections we've made just over the past month or so right. with everyone turning online. Mm-mm-mm. And I, w- I will tell you, it's interesting because, um, you know, we, we just found out that we live close to each other. 
right? Uh, <laughs> we're a what couple a coincidence, blocks. right? <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, we we needed this to to, to join uh, through a Zoom meeting, but you know, I I'm not I wouldn't categorize myself as a surfer, but I am I'm on the journey to becoming the big Kahuna. And uh, really the idea is, is, is you ride the wave that you've been given. And for some people, this wave means, hey, I need to spend more time with my family. For others of us, it means, no, 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 no. I have people and, and, and I have a message for those people and I, I need to share that message. And that's what it sounds like you're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would say 100% that's what we're doing. Yeah, we, our priorities are definitely helping as many people as we can, because a lot of people are feeling lost. They're feeling fearful, uncertain. And if we can be a place, if our podcast can be a place that they turn to, to find hope, to hear inspiring stories, and to not be afraid of even this kind of change, and to look for the opportunity, even in this kind of change, then that we're just like running full force towards that. Mm. So, so you've been talking to a lot of people. What are you hearing and what, what is the message that you find yourself saying and sharing right now? I think we are telling a lot of people, I mean, first of all, we talk a lot about not having a victim mindset. Yeah. So I think with- Explain that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we, the reason we bring this up is because- I know myself have had it for a number of years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that, you know, a lot of us want to be the best that we can be, mm -hmm. but then things come along, right. setbacks come. Yeah. And a lot of people will take those setbacks and use it as an excuse mm -hmm. not to continue working on their goals. They'll feel like something is happening to them. Why is this happening to me? Why does this always happen to me? Instead of looking at it and taking responsibility for maybe the part that they played or just, well, this is, I mean, it is what it is. How, right. can, I, how can I move forward through this? Right. So for example, obviously we're going through it an extremely crazy time. Mm -hmm. It's, this is not anyone's fault. Yeah. Um, but you can either take it as, a victim mentality, which is saying, Oh, this is happening. I can't do anything towards my goals. Or yeah. you take it as, all right, it's happening. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do to pivot mm -hmm. and keep working on my goals? So I don't lose traction. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is, I've been saying this for about a week and a half now. I believe this is the age of the innovator. And absolutely. Oh yeah. Right, I like that. Can, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you can adapt right now, there's such an opportunity for you. And, and by the way, like I'm not talking about just financial opportunity. I do think that exists, but when, when we talk about purpose, uh, do you, do you also connect that with a people, a people that need you, that need your voice, that need your help? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we want to help people find their purpose and stepping out and um, like not being a victim, like Aaron just said, is going to help you find your purpose, right? Gaining more confidence will help you find your purpose. Embracing challenges will help you find your purpose. All of the things we talk about on our podcast and the things we're passionate about, all of those things are going to be building blocks in the foundation of, of people discovering and chasing after what their purpose and passion is. Mm -hmm. So I always think about like those moments that led us, um, you know, to being that. And sometimes it's pain and sometimes it's inspiration. Um, <laughs> I don't know mm -hmm. why, but my brain is going like, we have, we have children, lots of them. And uh, we were doing 
um, we're going through the Batman story with one of them. And of course, like, you know, it's a tragedy of losing his parents is what turned him into a superhero. But like, not that it's a loss of a parent or a person, but it's like, what, what brought you to where you're at? What, like, you, you're obviously blasting out the message that says, come on, you're here for a reason. Let's live that mm-hmm. intentionally. Let's, let's avoid the pitfalls that other people are falling into. How did you come to that? Sure. Well, Aaron and I have obviously different paths and different stories. So we'll answer separately on that. And then we kind of um, came together at a certain point in time and realized in our journey that we were in the same place. But for me, uh, I was married for 15 years. I have two children and I went through a pretty ugly divorce. And it was really in that time that I started on my main personal development journey. And so for me, it was definitely trauma uh, that I went through that, that led to me finding my passion, finding my voice, and turning a somewhat um, tragic and very sorrowful time in my life into a platform that I could use to inspire others. Mm. Yeah. And then I think for me, it was more so like kind of growing up in this people pleaser mentality my whole life. Um, I had great parents, but they were definitely of the mindset that um, children are seen, not heard. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of do what I say and don't question. So I got to a point where I was in my late 20s, early 30s, and was in this career that kind of hated. Um, But also we talked about purpose earlier. I didn't know what was going to make me happy. So I started kind of just getting into like self-help books, like listening to all these motivational speakers and starting to get that realization that I had a lot of limiting beliefs. I had low confidence. And I think at that point, that's kind of when Michelle and I came Mm -hmm. together and realized we were both kind of on the self-development journey. Hey, thanks for being someone who is on this journey of purpose with me. And I am with you, my friend, and I've got something for you. Have you ever been moving towards purpose and sometimes it just looks like a big mess? Sure you have. We all have. And the reality is, is we're usually not going to get to a destination unless we have a roadmap. And that's exactly what I've created If you will go to PurposeDrivenExecutive.com, you can get it for free. And this is the culmination of all of my studies, all of my coaching, all of even my own personal living. And I've created a very visual, very easy way for you to map out your purpose. This is for you. This is for people you're leading. This is for your family. Go on over right now, PurposeDrivenExecutive.com and get your free map of purpose talk to me like the, you you've said something a few times here and i and i want to dig into it I, I i believe that all of us almost we, we create this shell around us right and, and that shell keeps us comfortable it keeps us safe it keeps us to where we don't have to guess what's going to happen whether it's good or bad right that's yes. a big deal right now with corona yeah. But um, like when, when you say limiting beliefs, like, like describe what that is, describe how you see it, describe how that's locked people down in their lives. Talk to us about that. Sure. Limiting beliefs usually start when you're young. You don't even realize that they're developing. It might be a traumatic incident or something that's just told to you over and over again. <clears throat> so in your subconscious, you start to believe. So it can be something like, I am not enough 
um, I could never be this. It, it's something negative that you believe about yourself. I always mm. fail at whatever I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will never make enough money. There isn't enough money. All of those are limiting beliefs that hold you back. And usually you don't even realize you have them. It mm -hmm. just seeps into the way you view your life and life in general. And once you can start identifying what some of your um, limiting beliefs are, then you can start addressing them. But it takes work. A lot of work. A lot of work <laughs> because it is in your subconscious and you, and you have to really concentrate on uh, identifying what your particular limiting beliefs are and then stopping yourself in your, in your thought loops, the story and, you tell yourself. And start reprogramming mm -hmm. the stories that you're telling yourself. Right. You have to change what you're thinking. Your thoughts are going to change your attitudes and your, your behaviors and then your actions. But it all starts in your thought life. Mm. How, does, how does one spot that? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, like I, I, I realized... Uh, I read a, have you read The Big Leap by... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love, love that right. book. <laughs> uh, great book. A friend recommended it to me. And, it, and, and, and I was really kind of astounded by what he had to say there. But there, there were some things that, uh, that just like, that had to do with joy limitations. Like, ooh, right. I'm, not, I'm not so comfortable with this much joy. This is what, like, this is way too much. Or success. The same right. as success. Joy, joy success. success mm -hmm. right? All, and, and so what happens is we find a way to slow down because we just don't know how to cope with that. So, so how, yeah. how, how have you helped people find that? Or how does one find, oh my gosh, these were limiting beliefs. Like, like, so I think yeah. like for, for me, when I figured out um, I had just done a, I can't remember the name of the coach of the program that I was in, but she basically just said for, I don't know, a week or whatever, start just noticing your thought pattern. Yeah. What is your thought pattern? Think about, um, just, you know, no holds barred on it. Just what do you normally do? And then start to notice how many of those thoughts are negative. Mm -hmm. And then you'll start to see well, first of all, you'll probably start to see that you have a very negative mindset because yeah. a lot of us do, but then you'll start to see themes mm -hmm. of the same things popping up again. Right. And you can make a list of the areas in your life where you're feeling challenged, right. where you're feeling like it doesn't really flow. There's no flow. You always feel like it's difficult. And like Aaron said, there's um, negative storylines in your head about those things. That's how you can start to uncover what those limiting beliefs are. Yeah. And I think too, like for me, one of the things that I really noticed was that, uh, like if anything ever went well in my life mm -hmm. or like if I started to have like a multitude of things that started to go well, then I would just look for the negative because I didn't ultimately believe that I deserved any of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, the first step is just noticing that negative pattern. Like yeah. it's going to take a while for you to notice what your real limiting and you're going to have to be honest with yourself. That's true. That's too, yeah. hard for people. It's hard to be honest with yourself and say, you know, I kind of have this, you know, what would be considered a flaw or I have this way of thinking that that isn't healthy it, to really come to terms with that is the biggest step. I think too, like you're also having to challenge what you've been told your whole life yeah. and you might have to accept that maybe some of the things that your parents believe, but you mm -hmm. love and adore, mm -hmm. they've, 
you know, they've given that to you exactly. and it's actually a negative versus, versus mm. positive. Right. Especially around money mindsets, right. mm-hmm. um, success mindsets, uh, relationship mindsets, depending on what you saw in your parents' relationships and, and, right. and things like that, how they handled money, how they talked about money. A lot of us grew up in a generation where our parents said money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> yes. Well, unknowingly, they are setting a money mindset for you right. and setting a limiting belief that you have to work hard to get money, that money is not easily found. You know, all of those things create the the story that you're telling yourself now that you're an adult. All right. So I'm going to cue you up. This is going to be our first, we'll, we'll go one to two minutes of fury here. So um, let's turn on the video. <laughs> okay. And, uh, this is, this is going to be out there because I, I really want to hear, let me change it over to that speaker view. I, I really want to hear. Okay. So let's just say someone has uh, a limiting belief, right? They have this, this program that's been running it's unchecked. And, and, and the question is, is like, is this serving you? Is this how you think? Is this how you feel like what's, what's going on? How do we get the old programming out and how do we, how do we put new programming in hit it? Well, you have to pay attention to what you're allowing in. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways um, that we talk about is um, using affirmations. Mm -hmm. And so literally going out to YouTube, searching positive affirmations. If you don't know anything that we say, (laughs) search it. It's easy. And there's tons of affirmations out there. And an affirmation is going to sound like I am enough. Right. I am. Usually it starts with I am. And you're telling yourself positive statements. Another huge thing that I actually just talked about on LinkedIn today was getting, well, first of all, identifying negative people in your life, toxic people that are feeding you negative vibes and limiting your time with them, which is really difficult to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's going to help you change your mindset. That's going to help you get rid of those limiting beliefs. What's feeding those beliefs. You need to get rid of what's feeding those beliefs. Could be people. Mm -hmm. It could be, you know, the story and also media. Oh Oh, guys, stop (laughs) watching the news so much right now. All of that is, is going to be putting um, those limiting beliefs in your head and, and just feeding them. So you want to cut off from the source, right? So um, after you've done that, then you can take the work to change your brain, change your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Caroline Leaf wrote an amazing book. Um, and the title is Escaping Me Now, but <laughs> it's about your the neuroplasticity of the brain right. and how it can change. And you, if you do work for you know a solid thirty plus days writing down what you want to change, concentrating on what you want to change, meditating on what you want to change, journaling. You have to do work that sticks in your brain and changes the way you think. But if you're willing to do those things, you will change your limiting beliefs. Okay. So I'm going to give you a, for instance, so I'm like, I'm going to take the example you gave a moment ago. Yeah. I grew up believing money doesn't grow on trees. And by the way, I did. Us too. (laughs) Yeah. So I still haven't seen it growing on trees, but it's like a definitely, you, know, you change the mindset of the abundance, but all right. So growing up with that, getting mm-hmm. to a place to where there's success, but for whatever reason, there's never any wealth accumulation because yeah. there's always a mindset. You're always going to find that equilibrium. Help, help me. Let's just say I came to you not knowing that that's what was stopping. I wanted to have wealth, but I didn't know like why I kept yeah. failing. So help me to find that old program and help me to put a new one in. Yeah, I think um, like for us, we've definitely grown up with that. We were both middle-class families um, that I think, I can't speak for you, but I know my parents grew up with nothing. 
Um, They both left when they were like 17 from poverty stricken households. They made it. They got to the middle class. And I know for, for me, when I was young and married and had a small kid, they specifically, my mom told me, Oh, Aaron, you're never going to make more than you make right now. Yeah. And at the time, my husband and I together maybe made a hundred thousand dollars. And I remember thinking to myself, mom, are you like, are you serious? Like, no. So if you want to change that, if that's how you grew up and you want to change that. So you're going to have to put actions behind it. Right. First, you're going to start with actions in your thought life, which is the journaling. Like I said, Mm -hmm. meditation. Some people are scared of meditation. It doesn't have to be scary. It's about sitting down with yourself. Right. And you can do guided meditation where someone walks you through what to think or just sit and get quiet quiet your mind and focus your thoughts. It's all about focusing your thoughts. Where you focus is where your energy is going to go. So if you've identified that you have a money mindset problem, then you need to focus your energy on the new mindset you want to have. I am abundant. So if that's going to be your new mindset, instead of money doesn't grow on your, on trees, you need to repeat to yourself. I am abundant. I live in abundance. Um, things flow easily to me. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of different um, lines that you can repeat, write it. Kinesthetics is huge. Meditate on it. If you find yourself um, like falling away back into your old mindset, stop yourself. You don't have to keep thinking that. You have to cut it off at the root. Don't allow yourself to keep thinking that. So you have to do things like that and repetitively over time, repetitively, consistently over time, and you will find that shift. If you have successes, when you have successes, celebrate those even if they're small so you have if, if you find yourself like you catch yourself thinking differently the way you want to think oh well look at that I, I I'm changing my like celebrate that, that that you finally found yourself naturally thinking the new way that you want to think yeah I also think too like um so my husband for example he refuses to meditate the after he's not doing any of that so for the people out there that are like that we still think you should try it Yes. But if you won't, mm-hmm. I think um, another aspect that you could do is to start studying people who are successful yeah. because you'll start to find those people weren't given millions of dollars. They started from nothing, maybe less than you have now, mm-hmm. and they've made it to where they are. So you could do like some, some case studies too. I love it. So if you, if you have a negative mindset, maybe find someone who proves that wrong. And start exactly. exactly. Or maybe they had a negative mindset and they're telling you their story right. of how they overcame. It yeah. is good to find mentors as well. Okay, so so take me here because this this really goes into the the place of habits, and I and I know that we have the place of intellectual thinking and and, and then the emotional thinking as well, and right. sometimes one supersedes the other. Actually, usually it does. Mm-hmm. But developing habits, right? Yeah. Take me into this. Give me give me another couple of minutes of thunder on that because I know that's something that you you major on. Yes. And a lot of us say we're going to do something and we don't. I mean, right now we're locked in our house. Why aren't we learning instruments <laughs> or another language? All these things we always said we wanted to do. And we, if we had the time, yeah, have the time, people. I so, saw the, oh, go ahead. I saw the funniest meme the other day, just yeah. really quick. It, and it was something, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was something <laughs> like um, all that time, or I said I was going to like, organize my closet when I had the time and it's been like a week of quarantine and I realized that that was not the reason. So I think, yeah, habit development is all about routines, right? You have to set up solid routines and you can't just have it floating around in your brain. Like, Oh, I would like to do this. You need to write it down. 
you need to be very specific with what you want and what, why and why. why do you want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the why you have to have a why. If you don't have a solid why you're done, you're going to, whenever it gets yeah. slightly hard, you're going to quit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So develop your why. Think about your, why are you doing it? Why is it important to you? And what results do you believe you're going to have if you follow through? That's your why. And then you can start um, thinking about what routine you want to have. Yeah. And one of, I think it's, um, there's a book called like the power of habit or Mm -hmm. something like that. And they're talking about, yeah, yeah, they're talking about like habit stacking, I think is the term that he uses, which is basically like take a habit that you already have and add on to it. And then that will make it easier for you to start a new habit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think people stop when they come to those setbacks and challenges. So another thing we talk about all the time is embracing challenges and not stopping and quitting as soon as something gets hard. So that's another self-sabotaging limiting belief um, that people have that when there's a setback, they can't overcome it. So you, you need to start believing that you can overcome it. Maybe you're going to fall down just like with an addiction, yeah, right? Maybe yeah, you're yeah. going to fall down. Maybe you're not going to be successful today, but that doesn't mean you can't be successful tomorrow. I think to take it a step further, you are going to have yeah, setbacks. You it's a hundred percent that you are. Yeah. You absolutely. have to have a plan to, to get back to that why and start. And you have to day. be able to start again. Yeah. And, um, so, so talk to me because there's a program for setbacks too, right? So if, 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 um, you know, if I, if I perceive them as something that, um, that means I'm stupid or I suck or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always going to hide and run. If I, if, 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 you know, financially a setback always means we won't have enough. I'm always going to avoid that. So, so what filters can we utilize to appropriately attack or at least see a setback. Yeah, I think like one of the things that has been really helpful for Michelle and I is to have someone to talk to Mm -hmm. that thinks the same way or is like working on the same thing. So if you are surrounded by people who have the same negative mindset that you're trying to get out of, the chances of you getting out of that negative mindset are pretty slim. Mm. So you really need to step out of your comfort zone yeah, and start to find people that think the way that you want to think mm-hmm. and start spending more time with them and less time with the people that have the mindset that you don't want. Right. Like, you know, that saying, if you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. It's kind of the same thing. If you're, you know, you want to be with people who are going to help you get through it, not people with a victim mindset, like we right. talked about earlier, people that are going to lift you up and then really key you need to have less emotion and right. more information. Right. Look at it factually instead of emotionally. Try to stand outside of yourself for a minute um, and don't get so entangled in all of the emotion of it. And that will help you overcome it. Yeah. And it's really good if you have people that you can talk to because like Michelle and I do it all the time. We'll be falling back into our limiting mindsets and we can recognize it a little bit but we'll have to call each other and say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then the the other one is like, wait a second, (laughs) like what are the facts? Like, and then they Mm. help you kind of get through it. Right. Mm. And you can sit down and make a list maybe of options. Like here's my setback. Here's the dilemma I'm having. I don't see a way forward, but I'm going to sit down and I'm going to think about it. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm going to make a list of options. Now, some of these options might seem unrealistic. Some of these options might seem crazy or they're not an option you like, so you don't want to look at it. 
all of those things, write it down anyway. And once you start writing and flowing with that, with that mindset and focusing your energy on that, you'll be amazed how new ideas and new options start coming to your mind. And you might discover something, um, a way to overcome it that you didn't know existed before. Mm. That's, that's so good. And it, it's interesting how, how sometimes we'll end up in an emotional response and that's actually protecting our, our not really protecting us. It's actually a wall between what we truly want. And, and, you know, example in my life, as you're talking, I was just kind of picturing how, um, when my wife and I would sit down to do the finances, you know, we had a time hmm. set aside yeah. and I would always just get this pit in my stomach. Yeah. And it was always a negative thing. And actually that sometimes there would be fights. I would get annoyed. Um, you know, like it, I was, you know, like definitely rubbing my temples. There was, there was stress that was happening. It was real. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to realize that, um, that that was, that came from the idea that I did. I, I approached them as though I wasn't going to be, I, I, you know, through a lot of like examination, I wasn't going to be able to do what I wanted to do. That's right. what I, that's what it felt like. Instead of once we began to, it, it took some work to essentially create that pathway of saying, no, we have more than enough. And even if we do have uh, a scenario that's a setback, then we also have a solution. And, um, yeah. you know, now I would say that when we get together, we do a, you know, a couple of times a week, always at least once. But um, and it, it, the interesting thing, by the way, is that the negativity wasn't coming because of income. There was income. It was just, um, we would always find a way to have an equilibrium, like where we spent everything that we had. And, right. um, but, but we've, we've come to the place to where it's like now, Hey, this is a fun thing. Like we're overcoming, <laughs> you know, this is like, this is good. And, and, you know, we probably had to maybe lie to ourselves, uh, well, not, maybe not lie, but maybe talk ourselves into feeling that before we actually did feel that. Yeah. Like literally changing your mindset, like putting it more to, like you just said, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Self-talk is self-talk is important. I'm just curious about how long do you think it was that you and your wife had, um, this, this kind of like negative mindset about the money before you decided to change that tone? Oh, so this, yes, I would say the tones only changed in this last year and Mm -hmm. we've been married for 25 years. And That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the longer you let uh, um, negative emotions uh, infiltrate, let's say, uh, an area of your life, like finances, or for a lot of people in relationships, maybe sex, like wherever that negativity is infiltrating, the longer you allow it to build and don't address yeah. it, you're creating negative associations. So now if you, um, well, not now because you guys worked through it, but let's say back then, if you even heard, (laughs) let's sit down and talk about the finances, you're going to have a guttural reaction, right? You don't, because you've now created and solidified in your subconscious that this thing is negative. Um, So that makes it harder. Well, I still feel that way sometimes. And, and, (laughs) um, and I'm like, no, 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 we get to not, we have to do the finances today. Mm, Yeah. 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 That's great. but yeah, it, it, that's, that's exactly it. And the interesting thing is, is I can tell you, Aaron, Michelle, that we, like, that basically kept us from looking at it. And yeah. it also, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll avoid it, avoid yeah. it. And so when you avoid, so like what you, what you ignore will, will shrivel, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So there's an area where we, we were not thriving, even when income thrived, um, you know, like that was just something that, that wasn't. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think that if we look at something as though, Hey, there may be a problem, but there's also a solution. And just knowing that it exists, I think is at least for us was like that first, 
Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to tackle it because it's hard. You don't want to face something that is going to be tough to change. But if you do the work, think about how many more years you guys are going to be married. And now you've put in the work so that number one, you can stay married and this doesn't tear you apart. But number two, it's worth putting in that time because now you get this many more years of not having that be such a point of contention for you. So even if you're looking at something taking a long time to change, how many more years do you have to live with that thing changed? It's right. worth putting in the time. Yeah. Yeah. We, and the effort. We can create what we want to create. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, there's, there's definitely some courage that. Um, oh yeah, for uh, sure. And, and you definitely have to look at it and, and choose to say, nope, I, I see the solution. So so take me here, um, Michelle, Aaron, I have daughters. We have, we have three daughters. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this isn't a daughter-only thing, but this is definitely something that we've, we've had to work through with, with, with our daughters maybe a little bit more, at least two of the three, um, than with our sons. And, and, and you both kind of shared that you came out of something um, and, not, and then you've stepped into something. But talk to us a little bit about confidence. Why, why is that important? How does someone who hasn't had it, how do they gain that? Just share with us. Sure. Well, we can tell you how you gain it. <laughs> well, a couple main ways how we gain it. One is taking action, right? You have to take action. You have to do things that you think are uncomfortable and put yourself in uncomfortable situations and become comfortable with them. Like talking in front of people or even talking to you now, this would not always have been comfortable for us. And maybe we didn't want to do, not this, but like when we started our podcast, just speaking in front of people, we knew we had something to say, but we didn't have the confidence to speak with authority. Like we we had something to tell people this. Exactly. But the more you do it, the more confident we we become. So whatever it is you want to get better at, whatever it is you want to have more success in, or just uh, your personal view, image of yourself, do things that put you out there, take action. Yeah. And I think that, you know, one thing that we learned is that you have to start before you're ready. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the aspects that Michelle and I both have struggled with is um, this idea of being perfection. Yeah. Um, so before we started the podcast, like I'll be honest, it took us a year yeah. of talking about it yeah. before we finally started it. And then finally we listened to enough successful mm-hmm. people on audiobooks and YouTube videos that everyone said, you have to start. Yeah. Just start. <laughs> just it's going to be ugly, but just start. And then you gain confidence as you go. So just starting what you want is going to help you gain confidence. If you always shrivel back and always stay in your comfort zone and always stay you're not where grow. things feel safe, then the confidence is not going to grow because you're not putting yourself out there at all. And then I think too, like you have to, like we said before, you have to get rid of those people that are bringing you down. Yeah. Um, because unfortunately, when you are someone that is a people pleaser that mm-hmm. likes to help people you unfortunately attract a lot of people that take advantage of you and purposely put you down mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better. It's kind of sad. It is extremely sad. Yeah. Um, but I think you, once you start, like Michelle said, you know, taking those actions, you get that confidence. Then you start really seeing people who um, will show their true colors, yeah. but you have to take that courage to 
let them go. Yeah. And then stop caring what people think. Right. It's hard to be confident if you listen to every naysayer mm-hmm. and you know, maybe somebody gives you 10 compliments, but some one person says something negative and what do you do? You Focus hold on, on yep. to the negative that you heard instead of the 10 other compliments. And I know for me personally, like that's having a tumultuous, um, marriage and then being on the dating scene again with two kids. I especially find myself struggling with confidence because I'm like, Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a mom. I don't have a lot of time. I have kids. I, you know, and people will feed that persona to me. Right. But I can't listen to that. You know, if, um, if my ex-husband tells me, well, nobody, nobody's going to want you. You're, you know, you're washed up, you're used, you have two kids. Uh, who do you think is going to want you? I can't listen to that. I refuse to listen to that anymore. So my advice is if, if you have someone speaking particularly negative into your life, you can't allow them to continue that and you can't listen to it. One of um, my favorite people to listen to, and Michelle loves him too, is um, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. (laughs) He's like the best one. And he says it all the time in his videos and books and things like that. He's like, you just got to stop caring. Yeah. Like, just stop it. Like, they don't have anything to do with what you're doing. Yeah. So you just have to stop caring about the naysayers. That, that was so good. But I want to, I want to go there um, just a little bit more on the people pleasers because, you know, I, maybe I'm wrong here and you can, you can, you can talk me out of this, but you know, <laughs> even with, you know, like I don't, I don't see a reason why we always need to be happy. I think that good contemplation comes out of sadness if we don't see it as a, as a bad thing. And I also don't think so. Like all of the things that, that seem to be extolled in our culture, um, they definitely have their, their positives. But whenever I see like a people pleaser, for example, I see a positive mm-hmm. side to that too. I like, I see someone who cares. So people pleasing, when we say that mm-hmm. it's sacrificing your own happiness in every way to make another person happy and not in a healthy balance. Right. So if you're like what you're saying, people, it is positive. If you want to help people, you want to make people happy. You want to serve all of that is healthy and it's wonderful. But when you're doing that to the detriment of yourself mm-hmm. and the people that you love, um, particularly if you're doing it for someone toxic, um, mm-hmm. then that's what we're talking about and as a oh, negativity. Yeah. And I, I agree with that, but I always feel like that sometimes, so whenever I get to work with the people pleasers, they're like, Oh, I'm just such a people pleaser. And it's like, okay, help time out. Like, let's look at really, why are you people pleasing? There's a reason it's informing, oh, yeah. mm-hmm, important mm-hmm. To you. And it's just that you want to make people happy. So let's be okay with that part of it. Now let's set boundaries and all, you know, all of the other things that keep you from being taken advantage of. But, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And Michelle and I, to an extent, we're always going to be people pleasers. Yeah. We're in a business that's trying to help people. <laughs> yeah. But like you just hit the nail on the head with the boundaries. boundaries. That's extremely essential. Yes. And we have, we have a whole podcast episode just on boundaries. Boundaries. That's such a strong, uh, a strong deal. I want to hear about like your, your take on talents and in for, for me, um, I will fly out <laughs> like for me, like the place of purpose exists where you know your people and you, you, you know yourself first off, you, you know, your people, you know, the talents that you have to be able to serve those people and you're, you're doing it from a place of, of balance. Like that's, that's a place where we, where we find, I, I believe purpose. I, the, there's, there's something good that happens in purposeful work for others. 
but it doesn't happen when I'm doing something that I'm not made to do. Like I could never build a house or fix a car or any of those things. And I love people who can, but I can't. So for me to try to serve someone out of that talent would be stupid. Um, you two are good at being able to connect people with their talents. Uh, why is that important? Like how do we figure out those talents and how do we point those in the direction to where it's serving others and it's serving us professionally too? So it, it's so funny you ask this because one of my obsessions is Myers-Briggs. So mm, if you yes. haven't heard of Myers-Briggs, it's a personality test and you take it and it gives you like this four letter, you know, acronym, acronym kind of. basically. And it, to be honest, like it's not completely scientific, I don't think, but it gives you a really good idea of a starting point, a baseline, a baseline. So you can see, um, are you introverted or extroverted, mm -hmm. which basically means do you get your energy from being alone or being around people? Are you an intuitive thinker? Like all of these things that can tell you how you typically are. Now that doesn't mean if you're an introverted person, you can't go speak in front of a room yeah. of a thousand people. Of course you can. It's just going to drain you. Yeah. Um, so I think taking, whether it's Myers-Briggs, there's a million, a out million there. personality traits. Yeah. So, you know, just taking a few of those tests will help you start to see, you know, what are the things that I'm scoring the same on? Yeah. Um, so for self-awareness is key. Exactly. Self-awareness. And then you can see, you know, these are the things that I'm kind of naturally good at here are the things over here where maybe I need to strengthen or maybe you don't yeah. like depending on what you want to do. And to get into that flow, like you were talking about where you kind of combine everything and you're hitting every facet of your, of your life and kind of stride. So once you figure out what like your Myers-Briggs and you, and you figure out about your personality, you're becoming more self-aware, then you can think about and maybe list out what do I like to do? What do right. I get passionate about? And how can I match those things with my personality? And then what are my strengths and where can I build those strengths to match and build on what I already found out about myself? Then if you want to add in the service part, you can take, you know, what you found out about yourself and think, all right, how can I serve in my community? How can I serve others? Where do I fit? You know, right. whether it's the humane society or volunteering at your church or starting a podcast, <laughs> right. you know, if you just have to get a little creative and spend a little time with yourself and getting to know who you are and what best fits for you. And I would say you're probably not going to get it right on the first try. You're definitely not. So <laughs> don't think like, oh, I'm never going to figure this out because the first thing I tried didn't work. Right. You're going to have to try more than one thing. Yeah. And then eventually and you're going to land on it. And, and then it's going to be, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, why wasn't I doing this yeah. 10 years ago? And because <laughs> you had the experience with things that maybe didn't work and didn't feel right, you're going to know that much more when you hit the thing that is right. Hmm. That is so good. That is so good. And um, you know, we, I, I encourage you, listen, if, if you are out there, you're in the audience and you're like, I, I don't know what that is. Just, just slow down. Listen, listen to Aaron, listen to Michelle. You know, who are you as an individual? Take mm -hmm. the, the tests are out there. They're everywhere. You're like, yeah, we're going to plug. So yeah. I'm like so obsessed with Myers-Briggs. I can't even tell you. Like I have a notepad in my <laughs> iPhone of everyone that's taken the test and what their Myers-Briggs is. <laughs> but there's a website. It's totally free. Um, 21 personalities. 16? 
No, yeah, 16, 16 personalities. 16personalities.com. It's completely free and it's really, really good. It gives you a really comprehensive one. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, yeah, that's so good. Know, know yourself, find your gifts and talents and find a way that other people would, would value that. And um, yeah, always ask how others can benefit. How can, how can you bring value and add value to someone else? And it's amazing how that comes back to you. That's not the reason why you want to do it, but it, it's just the, the karma of the universe, you know, the give and take. And you should always be looking at how you can take your strengths and, and help others with those. Love it. Well, I want you two to round us out, fire us up, tell us how we should be thinking and framing these times that are and connect us with just that, that final message of positivity and then tell us where we can find you. Yeah. So I think for us, we, we really want people to understand that they have the power to change their lives, right? It doesn't have to be overnight. In fact, we actually tell our listeners that they should be trying to make a 1% change every day. Mm -hmm. Um, If you make a small change every day, you're going to wake up a year from now and you might have a different life. Right. Um, In fact, you probably will in some ways. So you don't have to figure out the big leap right now. Just start. Start small and make it continuous over time. Yeah, small consistent changes over time. And the last um, segment of every podcast we do is called Instant Impact. And we always have our guests give their like one little pe- like tip or piece yeah. of advice that they can do right now that everyone can do immediately right now to enact a small like change. That. Yeah, give it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Let's, let's go live video because we're going to give that minute of instant impact right here. I want to see you. And uh, we're we're going to put that in a couple places. Oh, right, right, right. So instant impact right now, what I would say with coronavirus going on, like our one big piece of advice, we keep finding ourselves telling people is control what you can control. Turn off the news. There, there are so (laughs) many things that we cannot control right Right. now. We can get mad about it. We can like lash out. We can go on our whole night anxiety, (laughs) craziness, like not being able to sleep because of it. But instead of doing that, you can control what you can control, which is your thoughts, your attitudes, your actions. And that's contagious. So if everybody around you is kind of freaking out and you're the voice of reason, I'll say, or the person who's more balanced and steady and calming, you're going to then be contagious with that energy to those around you. So our instant impact (laughs) for you guys would be to control what you can control. Let the rest go. It's freeing to let the rest go. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love that you use the word contagious, by the way, because (laughs) these things are this, the good stuff is viral too. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point. If things are going to be contagious, let's like make them good. Spread (laughs) things that are positive. Right. Yeah. Let it be the, let it be the good. It's interesting. Some of the divisiveness and just weird stuff that happens if you poke your head into social media, which is that other negative dark place. Yeah. Stay away from that too. (laughs) Erin and Michelle, where can, where can we find you? Where can, I know you have a great podcast, all those things. How can, how can our guests connect with you and, and, and follow more of what you're doing out there? Sure. Well, if you go to our website, you can find everything, but and that's www.styleyourlifepodcast.com. We're also on Instagram, our Facebook, Facebook, we're at style your life podcast. That's on Facebook and Instagram. 
All right. And for those of you who are um, in the South, that's Style Your Life. Yeah. <laughs> style Your Life. Your Life podcast. Wonderful. Listen, um, for, for the rest of us that are out there, thank you for, uh, thanks for being with us today. Um, things are just better with purpose. You're going to be more yeah. of you. You're going to bring more joy, more life. The world needs the song that you're singing. So go out there and sing it. I just want to you know, encourage everyone out there, find your people, find your mission, find your message and get busy. Get yeah, busy. love it. And I will add one more thing for our plug. Obviously we're on all the podcast platforms. I didn't oh, yeah. say that, but like look for us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, yeah. Apple. And even if you say Alexa, play Style Your Life podcast, she will play it for you. She will. So you best. can look for us on all the podcast platforms, Style Your Life. And she's Mancy. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you.